Hello and welcome to the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. We are based in North Liverpool and we provide compassionate end-of-life care to around 200 patients every year. My name is Zoe and over the next six episodes we're going to meet lots of interesting people and find out all about St Joseph's Hospice and its place in the heart of our community. We will be talking to staff, volunteers and families about the hospice and their own personal experiences of it, which we hope will help you to learn more about hospice care and the very special place that is St Joseph's Hospice. So, on to this week's show. So my name's Zoe and this is the next episode of the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. Um, today I've got Susan and Sharon with me who are two of our retail managers and we're going to be talking about our retail shops, our local community and how important the shops are within that community as well. Um, so first of all Susan, Sharon if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hi I'm Susan and I'm from the Magull shop. Um, I've been with the hospice now for just on six years um, I absolutely love the shop. I live in Magull, so I'm part of the community there, so that makes a difference as well. Hi, my name's Sharon. I work at the Formby store as the manager. I've worked there for nearly a year. Uh, I absolutely love the store, and um, I feel that the, the village itself benefits from having a, such a lovely store. Definitely, yes. Um, so... Susan, how many shops do we have at the moment? We have nine at the moment, but exciting news, there's a new one coming um, pretty soon. So that would be ten in all. So that's a new furniture shop, is it? That I believe so, there? yeah. Yeah, I believe up so. In, up in Walton Vale, so that'll yeah. be good. I think that'll yeah. be a very good thing. Well, it was very sad when we lost the other one. We lost a lot of income through the fire at Warbrick. So yeah, it'll be nice to be, be in great the area, to be back here. Yeah. And what, what do we tend to sell in the shops? Obviously, I've mentioned we've got furniture shop. Um, in our shop, it's it's clothing, uh, bric-a-brac. brings a lot of money in, our clothing, bric-a-brac, especially the ladies' stuff. Toys, games, books, anything that's sellable that will make mm-hmm. us some money, it's great. Yeah, we tend to sell ladies' clothes, men's clothes, uh, books, jigsaws, you know, anything bric-a-brac and anything that's really new-looking. I want to donate, just bring it. Oh, bring it, it all in. If it's something you'd you'd buy yourself, bring it over to the hospice because it'll definitely make some money in the shops. Yeah, and we've got a couple of specialist online shops as well, haven't we? Yeah, we have Amazon. I think it is for books. That's where they go. Um, yep. There's two new ones coming out soon. We're going to do Vinted and something called Depop Deep that I've never heard of. <laughs> I think that'd be but yeah, always, yeah. But yeah. Always so, looking for new ways. Watch to, this space to increase our income, aren't we? So. How do our charity shops actually help the hospice? They're quite an important part of our fundraising, aren't they? All the income that comes into the shops when we, we make through selling the clothing, the bric-a-brac, that type of thing. So financially, the, the shops actually raise a lot of money for the hospice, don't they? Do you know how much we're, we're looking to raise from the shops this year? Um, this year, they're hoping to contribute 200000 but that's a huge amount that the shops yeah, really do contribute yeah, to the hospice, amount. isn't it? So imagine, what, what, imagine when we were closed, there was nothing coming in. Absolutely. There was absolutely and nothing coming in. Yeah, yeah. so it's a very important part of the funds Well, that, yeah, because we they've raised. lost a lot during lockdown, so, yeah, you know, we're trying, to, we're trying to, every day, pull it back. And you support the fundraising team as well, don't you, with sort of promoting events and selling lottery tickets? Yeah, yeah, we have lottery tickets in the shop, so... Even if you just come in and buy one for a pound, every little helps, as they say. Yeah, it yeah. really, really does, yeah. doesn't it? So, 
yeah, get get on down to the shop and get join in the lottery as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> you can also donate if you just want to pop into one of the stores and make a donation. Oh yeah, have little, yeah. Um, Absolutely, and that's that's quite points. easy for some people, isn't it? Rather yeah. than having to come through through the yeah. hospice itself, so yeah, yeah really, really good thing. So all that spare know. copy you've got lying around the house, yeah. bring it into us because we're quite willing to. We always need it. Count it and get it in the <laughs> till. Yeah, it'll be collection collection tins on yeah. your counters and yeah. everything. So yes, and I know the the shops really do support the sort of fundraising at the hospice. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the services that that the shops can offer. So. At the moment, we've got the furniture shop in Kensington and the new one hopefully coming in Walton Vale. Um, so what sort of service do the furniture shops offer? We offer a furniture collection six days a week, um, Monday to Saturday. And our trained staff will arrange an appointment if you give the Kensington shop a ring to collect any saleable furniture to generate income for the hospice. You give us a little call, they'll mm-hmm. drive down, pick the item up for you, and then we'll be able to sell it and make a profit. Yeah, we just need to make sure that everything's like saleable condition. Don't oh, we? yeah, we do ask that. yeah, yeah. But as long as it's saleable, then, yeah. then they'll collect that for you. And we have and if in doubt, just give um, one of the shops a ring. If you're Absolutely, not sure yeah. what we pick up, we can always give you some info or a telephone number. Definitely, yeah, they'll be able to give you a clearer idea yeah, of, yeah, of whether what goes on or not. Um, and they run a house clearance service as well, don't they? Which was introduced about three years ago yeah yeah um it just makes a difference to anyone who's you know who's just lost a loved one and they can't clear the house out themselves we will try and help them you know as best we can to get it sorted yeah it'd be quite an important thing when someone's lost someone it's a hard hard job to do sometimes Because you can drop that, the keys yeah. off with us and we'll go in and we'll take any furniture that is sellable and then the rest of it that we can't sell in the shops, we will dispose of responsibly. Yeah, so, so you know, it is it is a good idea. It's a, it's a nice service, that one. Absolutely. And like you say, if people want to give us a call, then we can give them a quote for, yeah, yeah. for doing that. Yeah, there is a small charge for, for that service. And I think you touched on it before, Susan, but obviously... Covid's had a massive impact on the shops. Oh, terrible! Hasn't it? Yeah, terrible because a lot of our shops were closed right mm-hmm. through the pandemic. So we opened gradually, and we're just sort of getting back to normal now. So tell me a little bit more about what donations we actually need at the moment. What are you looking for in your shops? And if people aren't sure, again, they can give us a call, can't they? But we can make oh, sure. Oh yeah, they get to yeah. The right we get shop, loads of so. phone calls throughout the day. Are you able to take this donation? And we always ask what it is because. As well as your, your great donations of clothing and shoes and whatever, um, we do get a lot of stuff that we can't sell on. And if you ask us before you come to the shops, we can give you some rag bags and then we don't have to handle the stuff that we can't sell. And we do get money from that as well off what we call the ragman. And it's the clothing that's not sellable is weighed mm-hmm. in, and it, yet again, it's more income for the hospice. Absolutely, and that's so they're great. still helping even if it's still that we can't it's still sell helping, yeah. Anything that goes on the floor is good quality, is yeah. sellable. You know, it is, we try and keep it perfect. Yeah. And you were saying as well, Sharon, in Forby, you sell a lot of ladies' and men's clothes and books and jigsaws. Are those the kind of things that you're looking for in the yeah. Forby shop? Yeah, any donations of ladies' and men's clothes, children's clothes, books, jigsaws. Um, we do sell a lot of ladies' clothes in particular, but we were open to donations of saleable items. So if they're good quality, uh, we will steam them and price them and put them out for you. 
We're, we're desperate for donations, we always are. So if you've got any clothes that you've had a little source out, um, by all means bring them along to us. And all the information of the locations of our shops and the telephone numbers are all on our website, so people can, can find all our, our information there. Um, and just to mention as well that people can donate with gift aid through the shops, can't they? Oh, as well? yeah, yeah. People coming in, donating stuff, we just say to them, are you willing to gift aid this item? Because every item that's donated, we get an extra 25p in the pound if you are willing to gift aid it. And if you're unsure of what gift aid means, please come and ask us because we're willing to talk you through it. It's of no cost to yourself whatsoever. No, but it can make a big difference. It can to make us, a hell of a difference. So yeah. Basically, anyone that's a UK taxpayer yeah. can, can gift aid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it really, really does make a difference yeah. to us. Yeah, all it is it takes a couple of minutes to fill in a form, doesn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and, and you'll get what I always say to people is you get a letter to say how much your stuff that you've donated has made for the hospice and that must make you feel good absolutely you see the impact of what you're doing so So you know we're not dumping your stuff (laughs) we are we are making an effort to sell it and get it out there and when we've sold the items we can then claim 25 percent more off the government which boosts our um our profit win-win brilliant thing to do um, but yes, if people aren't sure if they're eligible or don't know how to go about it, just pop into the shop and yeah, yeah, we'll talk it through them, talk it through with them. Brilliant. So let's talk a little bit more about your roles as retail managers. Okay. What does what does day look like for you? I'm sure there's no actual typical day, but what what's some. Well, my role originally was working for a big retail store and every day was set out. You went in, you had a timetable, you knew where you were going to be throughout the day and it was very difficult when I started to come away from that because not every day is the same in the hospice. Every day brings a new challenge, Um, some better than others, shall we Mm -hmm. say, Um, but it's great, it is great. You know, it's dealing with the public, which I love, and the volunteers are fantastic. And you haven't been with us quite as long, Sharon, so how are you finding settling into that role as manager? I'm really happy at the moment, yeah. I've sort of uh, found my feet and I'm settling in really well. Um, I volunteered at the store for a long time before I was the manager, so I knew the feel of the store. And it's, I think it's setting the window displays and getting on with the volunteers, making the store look presentable and happy and friendly and welcoming so all our customers are happy when they come in the store and hopefully the the, the shop is stocked with well-stocked items, reasonably priced and perfect for you. I think you touched on it there, but the roles play a big part in our community, don't yeah. they? As you say, you want it to be welcoming when people come in, to be a nice environment, but I think it really is important, isn't it, to people in the community yeah. to have yeah. these... And it's not just them coming in to buy that pound item or that mm. 20 pound item it's about coming in the shop to talk definitely they come in and they just we're like we're like a family we are like mm. a family in Mughal. Um everybody's really lovely and we get some fantastic comments about the staff and the the volunteers and how good the store looks so just come along and have a look you know just come mm. along and see what we're all about absolutely and um, I, I imagine for some people it might be the only time they've gone out that yeah, day and yeah. have an interaction with people yeah. so yeah. to be able to come and have a chat with you guys and with your volunteers yeah probably means really quite a lot to them oh yeah. yeah oh yeah during lockdown we go for little walks around the community and my husband said he's never going out with me again because that many people are waving <laughs> and saying hello and everything because they recognize you from the shop and a lot of these ladies mm. have been on their own during lockdown and it's been mm. it's very sad 
But to see their faces when they come in the shop because they can actually come in and talk to either me or the volunteers, it's great. Mm. It's great. And do you find you've got that community in Formby as well that you see the same people oh. and faces coming in? Yeah, definitely. We have the same friendly faces coming in. And I think sometimes as well, you might be the only person that that person talks to that day. They walk through the door, they're given a smile. You know, we always have conversation. We get first names, uh, terms, and everyone is made to feel welcome. And then we ask them, do they want to be a volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was what I was going to talk about next. So that quite nice. um, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't run your shops, could you, without volunteers? No, no, not at all. No. no. We couldn't survive without them, and I am extremely grateful for who I've got in my shop. So how many yeah. sort of volunteers do you have in the shop? In all, we have about 32. They're not all in at one time. They're not all in together. And every one of them brings something different to the... You know, mm-hmm. everyone's got a life, a lifetime skill that they're using in the shop. From whether they know the retail area, or they know finance, mm-hmm. or window dressing, anything at all, or they just love books mm-hmm. or records or whatever. Everybody pay, plays a role, mm-hmm. and that's the great part of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Because we're not just going to stick you behind a till or ask you mm-hmm. to open a bag. We want you to bring some of your life skills. Absolutely, because these people have. Like you say, they've got so much experience, haven't they, that they can bring that to to us as well. And some fantastic tales to tell, if you will, and to listen. (laughs) You know. (laughs) (laughs) And and apart from volunteering, we talk about community, but it's the social life as well, because my ladies, Mm. some of them had no one before they came in the shop, and now when I see them palling up to go out for a little drink or a meal or whatever, that's part of the community as well. That's part of what the hospice brings. You know, if the shop wasn't there, these ladies would have nowhere to go. Yeah, they probably you never would have met. They probably never so. gone out. But, you know, just from coming in the shop mm-hmm. and just doing a couple of hours is helping the hospice and helping them as well and their mental health. So that's great. Uh-huh. It's lovely to see friendships forming as well between oh, yeah. your volunteers yeah, and definitely the camaraderie definitely. is absolutely excellent. Yeah, that must be a nice, yeah. a really nice side yeah. of it yeah. to, to see yeah. beyond the, the support that they give us. So... We mentioned a little bit about the financial impact of COVID, but what was the impact on the volunteers? It must have been difficult for them. It, it's, it's been awful for some of them, because as I said before, some of them are on their own. So we set up a WhatsApp group that's, you know, during lockdown, when I knew we were going into lockdown, I put mm-hmm. all the ladies on the WhatsApp group that wanted to be on it, and the gents if they did. And they kept in touch that way, so that was a godsend to mm-hmm. some, because some have got families, but they live miles away or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've had phone calls because microwaves have broke, the cat's gone missing, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. And, and lucky enough, I'm, I was in lockdown myself, so I could answer these calls because they were coming thick and fast. But that's great, that's mm-hmm. great, because they've got that. And this, the WhatsApp's still going, although I have to mute it. Um, but they talk to each other, and it's, that's lovely. That's lovely for the shop as well. Yeah, so they've still got that kind of community yeah. together. Yeah. You've got quite a good team there yeah. in the goal it's not the same in every shop is there we do struggle with volunteers no, it, in some it, it shops is, more than others it is difficult for so I am extremely lucky and anyone who comes in to volunteer that, that who's interested I will get them to fill a form in and I will send it away for them to mm-hmm. keep them on file but that's not the case in some of the shops some of the shops are really really struggling for help and they can't survive without that help yeah. you know no, not at all. So it's, if anyone's so able difficult. to travel and could possibly so if anybody's, go to a you know, able to travel to one of our other stores, especially likes a county road, 
Um, Formby, Cros well, Crosby's not too bad. They're quite a community shop as well. Um, Walton Vale, you know, these shops are, are, are crying out for help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they are crying out. And how the managers are, are managing on a day-to-day -day basis without the help, I don't know, because I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Yeah. But please, please, everybody will bring something. Yeah. You know, don't think that you can't. I think even if you can, I think even if you can come along and make a cup of tea and have a little oh, bit of yeah. friendship and a chat, yeah, you definitely. don't have to be retail experienced in any way. Just as long as you're happy to come along and yeah. meet a few yeah. people and have a good time. We're all them men out there, you all love books, you all <laughs> love your records. Get in and help us sort them because it's just backing up and we just yeah. haven't got enough help mm -hmm. to to get it all sorted to get on the shop floor for sale. Yeah. You know. So I mean I think you've touched on it a little bit there, but there's loads of different things people could do, isn't there? Oh, in yeah. the shop. It's yeah. like you say, it's not all gonna be sitting on the till yeah. doing that. If so. you have an interest in dressing a window, yeah. your records as I've just said, videos, that type of thing, yeah. Books. Books, yeah. yeah. We need people to sort these items for yeah. us. Brick a brac. Even if you can come in and wash a couple of dishes because the bric a brac something comes mm -hmm. in in a terrible <laughs> state and we need to yeah. wash it. You know, just come in and give us an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody didn't want to be sort of front of shop, there's exactly. plenty that they yeah. can be doing. Exactly. Or if they do, then great. Yeah. We'll yeah. get them out yeah. there. But, but you'll be surprised. They'll come in and think they want to only want to stay backstage and wash a bit of bric-a-brac. Mm -hmm. And the next minute they're on the shop floor talking <laughs> yeah. to the other volunteers and the customers. So yeah. that in itself is bringing, yeah. you know, the volunteers out their comfort zone. Absolutely. And I'm sure as well, but you know, you said as well, people can give an hour, but just whatever time they can in your work. We'll work around it. Don't think because you've got yeah. grandkids or, you know, that you can't help us out because you can. A lot of my ladies will say, look, I'll come in, I can give you a couple of hours, but I've got to go and pick my grandkids up. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll work around that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And you the know. same for you, Sharon, you'll work around people's other commitments. Yeah. I think any help is really welcomed at our store. I think we're really we're desperate for volunteers all the time, but um yeah, anything you can offer to come along, we'd be happy to have you. And I mean we've talked a little bit obviously about what the volunteers get from it, because they do get a lot from volunteering mm -hmm. as much as helping us, but we try to go that little bit extra, don't we? We have volunteers week where we try and recognise yeah, they've what just they all been out for just a nice house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've all been up and had to dance yeah. at the volunteers' events, so that was great. So we do try to, yeah. you yeah. know, the individual shops have individual yeah. nights out themselves. They do bingo nights and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's a social thing as well, you know, which comes from volunteering. Yeah, so there's a lot that they can get from it oh, as yeah. well as giving them yeah. their time. To They'll go for. Them afternoon tea at Marks yeah. and Spencers and stuff mm -hmm. like that aren't you know because they've piled up yeah. because of this volunteering so just to finish off I'd love to hear what both of you love most about your job I would say definitely it's the people who come into the store uh, volunteers especially but the customers anyone who walks through that door brightens your day and if you can brighten their day then you've done a good job that day it's the hardest job I've ever done physically, but you know what? It's worthwhile because I know the money we're generating in the shop is going to a good cause, and that's what it's all about. And just coming in and working with some of them volunteers is just, you know what? You just laugh from the minute you go in to the minute you finish because they're all such amazing people, and the customers just love them as well. Mm -hmm. Customers love them, and the comments we get just make it all worthwhile. 
So you want them to keep coming in and keep, keep brightening up in. your days. Yeah, keep keep buying stuff, you know. Totally agree with you, Susan. Yeah, yeah. So just to, to kind of recap it all, so we're looking for volunteers across yeah. all of our shops, but particularly as well if people can travel, maybe think about volunteering in one of the shops where we've got yeah. the most yeah. need. We need people to donate. Definitely. Donate, 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 to sign up to gift aid. Um, we've got the house clearances, we've got the furniture clearances yeah or you can come in and buy a lottery ticket so many ways people can support us through the shops yeah and we need it at the moment don't we we really do yeah Yeah. i know everybody's struggling but even just if you come in and give us 50 pence in the yellow tea on the counter yeah Yeah. you know it all adds up it really does it It all makes a difference doesn't it come in and say hello because you know who we are now exactly exactly well it's been absolutely lovely speaking to both of you today Thank you very, very much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and hopefully people will see you in in the shop soon. Yeah, thank you. So if you would like to find out more about the shops or volunteering, anything to do with the shops, head to our website at www.stjhospice.org.uk or if you're looking to arrange a furniture collection or a house clearance, then give our shop a call on 0151 525 3072 and they'll be able to sort all of that out for you. Thank you for listening to the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If so, please help us to spread the word by sharing it on social media. Before we go, we would love it if you would leave us a review and if you have a burning question about hospice care, let us know and we'll try and answer it in a future podcast. To find out more about St Joseph's Hospice, to make a donation or to volunteer for us, you can find out more on our website at www.stjhospice.org.uk. To make sure you catch the next episode, please subscribe to this podcast. Bye for now and we'll see you next time.